0: Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is the Sports Insight Extra podcast, and I'm coming to you live today from San Antonio, Texas, where I'm speaking with Tom Adams, the founder of CAPA. He's got an interesting story, and he also has a new technology that he's bringing to market. Tom, tell us just a little bit. I, I actually refer to Tom as one of the uh, shoe dogs of the industry. Just give us a brief synopsis of you know, how you got into the shoe business and what you did before the shoe business. Okay, uh, well,
1: I, I had uh, gone to the seminary when I was a young man, and after 13 years of study and 8 years as a Catholic priest, a missionary, uh, my health uh, took me back into the civilian life. And while I was a priest, uh, I was playing in a tennis tournament one day and the shoelace broke on my right shoe so it broke in half so I tied it one piece of the lace towards the front of the shoe and the second piece in the normal spot in the instep and at the end of that uh, match my left shoe with one lace had produced a couple of blisters the right shoe with the two laces no blisters so that got me thinking and six or seven years later I applied for the patent and another 25 years 30 years later I'm here talking to you
0: remind you listeners I'm speaking here with Tom Adams in San Antonio Texas he's uh, he's 87 years young and he's also a flight instructor so he he's his his career has been in many places tell me what you've been working on and developing here for the last for how many years what what, what you've de- worked on and uh, received two patents on
2: well uh, after I have capa i uh, took a couple years off but i uh, kept my interest in uh the experience that i had had with capa seeing the pe- people's response to a shoe that really fit extraordinarily well and i decided uh after looking at all the problems we have with the shoelace uh shoelace coming undone shoelaces breaking children having to learn how to do it, one so the May perhaps for some, it's maybe the greatest uh, accomplishment of their lives, tying the shoelace. And older folks couldn't bend down to reach it. Pregnant women in their third trimester could not uh, uh, comfortably adjust their shoes, so they end up wearing slippers and easy to put on uh, footwear that doesn't give support. So I thought, you know, it would be fun to do something different. So I set up a company, and uh, I hired just four or five people from the business. And I wanted to do research in the shoe closure which i don't think has ever been done and uh we started into it studying the foot and how the present shoelace works and a lot of the history and our experience at capa so what happened bob is over a period of eight and a half years uh we we developed a, a shoe closure system that we tested and patented and then Along with that, another idea came to my mind, and we worked uh, to establish, set up, and invent, I guess is a better word, the uh, a second independent uh, closure system that kind of uh, protects the first one, if you will, and ex- while expanding it. So we-, we spent about five years of actual, four and a half years of development testing, and then in the process, we began patenting, getting patents on both of those. And that took quite a while because a uh, few years back it took three or four years to get a patent and then recently it speeded up a lot but overall the total uh, time invested in this project was uh, eight and a half years and recently we received the u.s and international uh, search report on our patent, second patent and that uh, that was approved and we got the patents and they're coming in so we have done all of our work now closing the circle with regards to the patents so uh, as of this End of this uh, past year, we were able to say, with the circle that's closed, we're now ready to license this or sell these two technologies to a a company that would like to have them and can handle them. And... uh, use them in domestically and internationally going to revolutionize we feel the uh, closure system uh, for shoes and tested and developed patented so it's a complete complete package I didn't want to do it until present it to anybody until uh, the the job was done so we've done a professional job of closing the loop and uh, it's now uh, uh, ready for the picking and have reached our goal which was to develop and patent now it was never our goal about to uh, build a company around it if I were young Again, I probably would do that, but, not, but it was interesting to uh, develop this, and we also uh, developed a uh, couple of logos that could, could go along with these, and uh, we developed high-performance athletic uh, procedures or, or systems for in, into this, and uh, it's kind of an exciting thing now, so I'm I'm just glad to share that with you and your listeners. Tom,
0: what would you say, what types of foot would, would these patents be best be utilized on, and what would be the primary benefit that? these patents would offer footwear?
2: Well, a very good question, uh, <coughs> Bob. The shoes, the uh, systems that we have, the closure systems, could be used on any footwear that today uses the shoelace. And in addition to that, we found our patent number one applies itself to use on a sandal. So it it'd give a much better fitting, a supportive sandal. And the features of it are of all of our system, both of our systems, it's very easy to put on uh, uh, to adjust and uh, children could do it, like the mothers in the third trimester, people that have reduced mobility, so on. It's going to kind of change all of this where one simple pull uh, of about two inches makes the shoe fit the entire foot and not just across the midfoot where the the, the current shoelace does. The current shoelace operates across the the, the top of the foot uh, from the toes all the way up to the ankles. and. Our, our product, a lot of our products are very easy, much easier to reach. And the key to this, Bob, was going to a forbidden area yeah, up to from the time shoes were starting to started to be manufactured. They said, stay away from the medial side closure because people might trip on where the pieces would hit one another. But we, we were able to uh, develop it. So the closure means is just very much part of the shoe itself and doesn't have protrusions that people would trip on. So it's kind of a kind of an exciting and unique new new look even plus being more effective that single pull ties the shoe if you will i shouldn't use the word tie it encompasses and hugs the foot the top the, t- the, uh, the metatarsal area the heel area and pulls the sole outsole and midsole up against the the sole of the of the foot of the wearer so it's just it's just a whole new feel and uh no more broken shoe they
0: said people can read about it on the internet
1: i wanted to do even after I sold my company, of the caper and uh, I couldn't get the shoes out of my blood. So I thought of how well Caper was accepted and why it was such a good shoe and so comfortable. And I said, there's got to be a better way, though, to have a shoe attached to or hug a foot than a shoelace. Shoelace is a friend. Shoelace is a foe. A lot of people are complaining over years about shoe laces that's getting crescendo now. And 10 years ago, I decided, why don't we set a research company, set up a research company, and see if we could do something to make the shoe easier to get on and hug the whole foot instead of just the lace across the forefoot and the front of the thing. The easiest part of the foot to reach is the medial side. The company, the industry for 5,500 years has been using shoelaces, but no one has done anything about it except change the color and the elasticity and so on of the shoelace. So. They taught against medial side closures because they be afraid people would trip by the closures hitting one another. So I thought in the modern day and age we should be able to design and manufacture a shoe that gets around that problem of the medial side danger being caused by having the closure there. So after a lot of work, many years, many trials, marketing tests product tests and sales, we finally became satisfied that what we have was revolutionary, it was good, and the people that bought our test shoes through that marketing phase that we had just loved the shoes, so we knew we were on to something big. So now it's time to uh, change, get rid of the shoelace. If you will. And
0: so, what, site, what website can they go to read more the web, about
1: it? Okay. The website they can read all about us or see all about us is www.rethinktheshoelace. Rethink the shoelace. So uh, Gluck luck and I
0: think you'll enjoy uh, watching it. You may reach Tom at adam 4 at me.com. Well, thanks, Tom. I've been speaking with Tom Adams here in San Antonio, Texas, and we're talking about his uh, new invention, uh, Fit 2, and you can read all about it on an upcoming issue of Footwear Insight Magazine. Thanks for joining me today, Tom. Again, this is Bob McGee for the Sports Insight Extra podcast.